Welcome back to a brand new episode of She Talks Life Podcast, and this is your host, Tavon Ray. You can find me here every Mondays and Fridays with brand new episodes. Please don't forget, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, leave a raving review, like the podcast, and subscribe. This helps the podcast to gain recognition and help push the content to a wider audience. Once again, thank you for listening. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of She Talks Live. This is your lovely host, Tavon Ray. And today, let's jump right into it. I just paid some bills and, you know, we got to keep the podcast going. So on today's episode, it is Friday. You guys are getting two episodes today because I did miss one. So I know, I know, I know I missed one. So I'm going to give you two episodes today so you guys will be caught up for the weekend or whenever this drops. Um, but first and foremost, let's get into what we're talking about today. So recently, um, I've been seeing a lot of things, um, circling the internet about black love, black hair, and just black luxury. And we don't talk about black luxury on a different episode. So, today's episode is actually about black love, and this episode is called, I Don't Subscribe to Black Love, and this is not to bash anyone, but it's the reality, right, that we live in. So, black love, what is black love? It's our own definition of what we think love is, right, black love. Um, is there white love? Is there black love? Is there, You know, we got interracial love. I'm in an interracial relationship. And I've been in an interracial relationship for a long time. Um, I've dated outside my race for a while. I've dated within my race for a while, you know. But um, the I've only dated one black man. Um, I'm 43. I've only dated one black man, so that should tell you something. Um, when I say, and I've dated him through high school from the time I was 16 to the time I was 19 was when I was dating him. Um, and he was very loving, kind, caring, and I guess it's the, the culture is what makes it a little different for me because we grew up, we both are from the Caribbean. Um, we grew up different we saw love different and we treated each other with a lot of respect and i loved him i loved everything about him and he loved me he made sure that i was happy he cared for me there was a lot of that relationship was it was great um i was younger he was a little older but you know as i grew up and i got the relationship ended we separated we went our way um you know I never found someone else besides him that tra- treated me with the respect and love and connection that I thought I would get. So as I continue to date um, or try to date, I realized that um, I wasn't receiving love. I was not receiving love. I was receiving lust. I was receiving like, physical attention 
And none of it was was beyond that. It was always you meet a guy and he talked to you, took you out for dinner and he wants to fuck. And I felt like, where do I get the other part of it? Where's the other side of it? Like, is this what it is? And so, um, you know, I was like, okay, this isn't for me. This is not what I'm about. Um, I'm bisexual. I don't really label myself, but yes, I do like men and women. Um, I have been in relationships with both men and women, only two relationships with a man, but majority of my relationships have been with women. Um, those are my longest relationships. The ones that I was with women, I was in a relationship for three years with a woman, four years with a woman, and then seven years with a woman. And now I'm in a relationship with my partner who is a man and he is Caucasian and we are, we've been together for a while and this relationship is going amazing. But what I really wanted to discuss was the fact that um, what I saw going around was this black love, like trying to find black love. And there are some YouTube videos that are showing some women talking about why they don't subscribe to black love and why they feel that that problem that we have that we see so often is black women waiting around for the perfect black man. Let me tell you something, ain't nobody perfect. There is no man that is perfect. No man, no woman that is perfect. But you do have to go and find that perfect one for you. And that's how I look at love. I look at love as the person that you come into contact with that give you that butterflies, that emotions, that love, that connection, that security, that foundation, that, you know, the person that makes you laugh, the person that makes you cry in a happy way, the person that connects with your spirit. That's the love that I'm talking about. And a lot of times we try to justify that we need to have black love, right? That it's dying. This is the concept that the world has put out there that black love is dying. There's no black love. There's no black marriages. But if you were to look up the statistics, and I'm not University of Google, so we're not about to share statistics right now. You're going to have to go Google that yourself. But if you were to look at the statistics about marriage in the black community, it is not very high on the list. What is high on the list is single parenthoods, you know, single parents, we are seeing um, women not being married, women are not. And I'm not saying everybody desires to be married, but I do feel like we lack it in our community because not every black man wants to get married. And we also have to think about the place that they came from, the household that they grew up in, if they've not seen it, how could they subscribe to it, right? So I was watching a video and this girl was trying to explain about why she doesn't subscribe to black love. And I agree with her. Um, she talks about, you know, the darkest skin. You know, there are black men out there that don't like women like me. Um, I've had men say, oh, you too fat or... Um, you got stretch marks. That was one of the big things. It's like, oh, you got stretch marks or, you know, kind of stuff like that. But I gave birth to a child. 
I have birthed a human. I made people. Do you hear me? And I'm proud to make that person. However, if that's the only thing that you can embrace is about the person's body, then you don't deserve to be with that person at all. Um, I think a lot of black women wait around because they're making the assumption that this black love, like we said, is going to occur. But these black men ain't checking for you. 90% of black men ain't checking for you. And they will tell you themselves. Let me tell you something about men. They tell you what they want and they mean it. And you just, you need to listen and not think about, oh, well, that's what he meant. No, stop saying what he meant. You don't know what he meant. He told you what he meant. He said, I ain't like you dumb black skin girls. I don't like no dark skin girls. I want me a light skin girl so my baby could have light skin hair and this and the nice hair and all this bullshit. And, you know, she talked about a lot of things as far as like, you know, back in the day, how the, the skin color, colorism has been played on. Like, you know, basketball players, they married white women. They take the money that they gain out of this career. And instead of coming back and marrying black women who look like them, they go ahead and they marry white women and they, you know, support these white women, make them live lavish and they ascribe to that side of it. But when a black woman becomes with a, a white man or a man of a different race, she gets a little bit harsher backlash because y'all think that, oh, oh, he must got money. That's why she with him. It's the, do we say the same thing about when a black man um go with a white woman? You know what we what what you hear a lot? Oh, she must she must not have self esteem because um he could do whatever she, he want with her. And I remember years ago that there was someone who said it, and I think he was famous. He said that how he wanted a a, a white woman because she don't got an attitude and she doesn't um she doesn't talk back and she doesn't question him or something along those lines. I knew it was in the media. If I could find it, I'll link it in the show notes. But yeah, it was said that white that white women are more submissive than black women, but it's a lie because there's so much with black women that are submissive. However, there's a difference between submissive and a doormat. You can be submissive and still strong and opinionated and still have that side of you and be respected for it. I know that I am I have submissive tendencies but I also have an I'm an alpha female because of, you know, the type A personality that I have. So yeah, I am strong in the boardroom. I handle my own and you can't walk over me, but at the same time I will submit to my man because I chose to do that. But I think when we think of black love, we're making the assumption that these black men going to ride for us and they don't. I can attest to that. Black men ain't riding for you. They ain't riding for me. They looking for the girls that got the fake ass, the fake lips. And I'm not a, opposed to the fake nothing because shit, my boobs, I got a little something done on them. But at the end of the day, what we look at, we, we as women... If we want love, we have to be able to spread our wings. And the girl who I'll link the um, YouTube video is so you can get a better understanding of it is she's explaining that there's so many different men out there that would love to love on you. But because your ideology says that you need to have a black husband so that you can create black children and keep this blackness on. Uh, 
here in the universe has allowed you to wait till you're, you're never probably going to get it. You're going to get men, black men looking at you. You're going to get into situationships with these black men. But are any of these black men getting down on one knee and saying, will you marry me and grow and have babies and be with you? at a certain age or whatever. And like I said, you can get married at 50, you could get married at 20, but how high is the marital rate in black communities? It's not very high. So if you're a woman who is in my age group, I've never been married. I've never been married. I am 43 years old and I've never been married. Um, when I was dating women, it was not a possibility. Civil unions were there, but I didn't want to do a civil union. I'm glad that I did not do one because none of those relationships, I didn't want to go through none of that bullshit with civil unions. When gay marriage came about, I knew for a fact that, yeah, I'm not really subscribed to that either. Um, do I want to be married? I don't feel the need to have marriage. Before I met my husband, I didn't want marriage. I was like, oh my God, I don't even give a fuck about marriage. I just want to find my soulmate, my little partner, and we could live the rest of our lives doing us and doing whatever we want. And that was it. But, um, you know, but now after I met him, I started looking at him and I was like, wow, I would love to marry this man. I would love to spend the rest of my life with him. And, you know, that changed, that whole perspective changed. Now... The reason why I don't uh, subscribe to black love is because it's a facade. Until I could see more black men protecting black women, loving black women, respecting black women, and, and showcasing that, yes, they too can give black women love, commitment, and not just get between her legs, bust a nut, and have a baby, and then after the baby come, you ain't never see that nigga again, and I said it, yup, you ain't never see that nigga again, then yeah, until that shit cycle moves away, there is no subscribing to black love, and if you women out there want to have the black love, find you a man that is willing to embrace that part of what you need, if he wants to be in a loving, committed relationship. And I'm not bringing in infidelity in anything. I'm talking about a man that truly wants to love on you as a black woman, a black man. If that's what you're ascribed to, if that's what you want, find that person and not, you know, cause it's hard out here to date. In the dating pool, it's a slim picking, honey. And I feel like we hold ourselves back. And the article, the girl on YouTube, she made a very clear point. Black women hold themselves back from being loved because they're looking for this checklist. He got to be black. He got to not have kids. Where the fuck you going to find him at? Because you got to put him in some, some kind of time machine and make him your damn self. Because in this day and age, 90% of them got kids. So if you got that list that you perfectly want to go through and if you're going to be waiting for the rest of your life because it ain't going to happen. So compromise is a deal is, is there. You can compromise on relationships. You know, there's there's deal breakers. There's also um, things that you put up, what, what you will put up with and what you won't put up with. But I think that black women shouldn't hold themselves back from dating outside of their race. Like what is the point of doing it? Like, oh, I want to be with a, a black man. I don't want to be with no white man. You think about sex. And that's what it is. I think it's the physical that causes us to get sidetracked. And we get all into our 
emotions about it and we don't realize like, yeah, when you get that good dick that you claim is good dick, what does it bring you afterwards? What do you get after you get that good dick? I think you get something different. I don't think you get the same thing that you want to get, but that's just the reality of it. And so, you know, I mean, hey, it is what it is, but I don't subscribe to it. I don't subscribe to any type of love. I subscribe to my kind of love, what I'm going willing to accept and what I'm not willing to accept when I meet a man and get in a relationship with that person. I let it be known what I am. I remember I met a guy and, you know, we were talking and he was asking me what I wanted. And I said, well, you know, this, this is what I want. You know, he was like, ooh, you're intimidating. And I was like... Well, baby, it's time for you to go because if I'm intimidating and we didn't even get past the first date, you are not the man for me. I don't want nothing more from you but this. And that was it. And I kept it moving because at the end of the day, if a man could tell you that you're intimidating him, then it's time for you to move on. He ain't the man for you. The man that is for you is not going to feel like you're a threat to him or, you know, that you he feels some type of threat to you and I find a lot of the times that's how we they portray black women is that we're too bold we're too boisterous we're opinionated and so they don't want that we we um aggressive and they don't want that they want a woman that they can beat down and you, when you are loving someone here's here's what I have to say to you you do you should not want to dominate them or make them feel less than who they are like if you have to make a woman feel less than who she is when you date her then you need to find some fucking help with the psychologist because something's wrong with you cuz any relationship that you get into it should never be about trying to change her to make her submit to you and break her down. And a lot of the times in reality, in fucking reality, black men break women down. Black men break black women down because they make them feel like, oh, you think you too this? You think you too that? When you hear those words, you too this? You need to run, homie. You need to run because that's not the man for you. That's not the man for you. A man is good that is for you. He is going to embrace those things about you because that's who you are as a person. You know, you you can have a conversation. You can be opinionated. You can be, um, you know, ambitious and clear. I remember my friend Elle, she told me, so she got into a relationship. She had a kid with her baby daddy. And they were in a relationship and, you know, things were going great and they started having problems. And he told her that she was too ambitious for him. She wanted marriage. She wanted commitment. She wanted all that, you know. She had the baby. She had the degree. She had this. And he was just this plain old dude that felt like she was doing too much. Like, oh, you too this. I need you to be down here so that you could be on my level so that, yeah, I can stall you from actually trying to be better and get better. And I remember when she told me that and I looked at her and I said, do you want him? Is that who you want? And she's like, at this point, no, like she's broke her broken part. And I said, exactly. Because if a man tells you that you're too ambitious, he, that ain't the man for you, honey. He got to go. I don't care if you had 10 kids by him, but if he's telling you that you're too something, uh-uh. And she ended up, they broke up. 
she ended up finding the, the guy that was right for her. She got married. She had two more children. They moved um, and had, you know, a great relationship and stuff like that. And I just felt like because she subscribed to her relationship because he's the father of her child, she thought that he was going to marry her and he was going to give her those you know, those rose petal glasses to look through. And he sure didn't. What he said was that she was just too much for him. And it breaks a woman's self-esteem down. And when you see a man start to tell you those kind of things, it starts to make you doubt who you are as a person. But in actuality, you shouldn't doubt yourself. You should stand your ground on who you are, what you want, and what you're not willing to compromise on and that's how you should be able to go into the dating process and the dating pool whether you subscribe to black love or not and you decide hey i don't want to date in my race anymore i want to try something new and date outside of my race maybe i'm gonna get it there is a difference a lot of people try to color code it and look at it from a different perspective but i'm being honest with you there is a difference because of the way we were raised as well as the way society plays into it. When you date outside your race, and this is me speaking from my own perspective, dating outside my race, um, chivalry is not dead. The door gets open, you know, um, my hands are held. Like I get romance, I get intimacy, I get... The flowers, the, 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 those kind of things that come within the relationship that I require. And a lot of the times when we require stuff and we, we say what we require, it comes off as if we're demanding something. And all we're asking is for you to fucking love us. That's all we're asking. But you know what? We can't get that from you because it comes off as a demand and all we're doing is saying, hey, this is how I want to be loved. And what's so wrong with that? And I would love to be loved by a black man. That is that so hard for a black men to understand that that's what women, black women are waiting around for? Well, not this black one, but yeah. Um, you know, so I will leave the link in the article down below. So make sure you check the show notes because that is what... Is going to be um, driving more of this. So you'll get more of that. Go ahead, listen to it. Watch the YouTube video and tell me your thoughts. I'm going to leave a question um, in Spotify. So if you're listening, you'll see that there's a question there. Answer the question. Do you subscribe to Black Love? I'd love to hear your thoughts out there who's ever listening. Um, thank you so much for um, tuning in. I will see you back here next week Friday on She Talks Live um, podcast. Um, this is your host, T, and I will talk to you later. Bye, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of She Talks Life Podcast, and this is your host, Tavon Ray. You can find me here every Mondays and Fridays with brand new episodes. Please don't forget, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, leave a raving review, like the podcast, and subscribe. This helps the podcast to gain recognition and help push the content to a wider audience. Once again, thank you for listening. Now let's get into this week's episode.